0: Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave.
1: Hello everybody. How are we doing, Dave? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Got something a little different today?
0: Very different, yeah. So what we've done is we realised that uh, when we do the Tuesday tune-in over on Facebook, um, which we've been doing during lockdown... We had some comments and requests around, um, you know, not everyone's on Facebook, but people still wanted to hear about the content. There's been some great stuff. We've yep. talked about bags. We've talked about Battle of the Treks. we talked about trekking boots, mindset, fitness, loads of stuff. And we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we turn these into podcasts? Because like you said, Dave, they're, they're sitting down listening for an hour.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. And uh, we've got a couple of, we had a couple of special guests, didn't we? We had a we new did. head of operations over in Nepal. Yep. Uh, Lee Wardle, Ironman triathlete. Um, gym owner and all round nice guy um, yeah and there's there's so much good information and good content there that, and not everybody is on Facebook or yeah. can sit there and watch a video for an hour and a bit doing nothing so yeah this is a great format you can do it on the go put it in your car listen to it it's a bit interactive so you're going to have seen us answer questions and stuff like that yeah it's a bit different um, You know, but if you're listening to this obviously yeah. um, and you have any questions about any of the things you hear uh, podcast at evertrack.co.uk
0: Awesome Dave, yeah, enjoy the episode and uh, we'll catch up with you soon Ooh, okay Lovely. Awesome, we are. Nice. All, right, all good Nice, I will keep that open just so we can any questions that come through so yeah, hey guys, um, Andy here and Dave, hello on uh, another Tuesday tune-in, can't believe this is our, I think it's our 12th week Dave
1: um, Is it? No it's way, bad. yeah that 12 tune-ins it's our, it's our 12th one, yeah Wow. Amazing! Can't really, believe it. Crazy. Eleven max.
0: <laughs> well, I, I say I say twelve. We did three in one week once. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, hey guys. Yeah, thanks for for joining us another Tuesday tune in um, where we discuss you know all the different questions that we've got over the last sort of several days really. Um, today we always like to pick a theme. Uh, you know, if you've watched any of our lives before, we always like to pick a little theme to talk about. Yeah. Today is called the good, the Bag, and the ugly um yes basically we the last couple of weeks we talked about sleeping bags we talked about boots um you know lots of other things you're around specific trips like Machu Picchu, Kili you know we talked about it all really but you know we do get a lot of questions about bags don't we Dave you know the different types of bags weight volume
1: well I mean it's because you know you you only got to go into like Cotswold outdoors and have a look at the bags they got to see the scale of the problem and you know they all say different things about what you need what you don't yeah. Um, and yeah, we often give out like kit lists, and we talk about kit as a whole. But yeah. I think it is really good to sort of, you know, drill down into individual items so people can get a really good understanding of what they got. Bags, yeah, is my favorite things, probably second to boots, really. Boots, and <laughs> bags. Oh, okay. I mean, I've got like a just just three here, which you can't yeah. see off camera, but um, yeah, three of about nine, I think, that I've tried throughout the years. But um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a, uh, getting a good bag is important. Uh, we've got, uh, hey, Paula, hey, Paul, hey, Ian, hey, John. John's back on, John from Brecon. John's
0: back on, he can't help it, can he? He's yeah. always
1: on, there. And it <laughs> might have something to do with the fact that I usually text him before and say, you ready? <laughs> but, um, yeah, you great. Everyone but weirdly, bags um, are a good one because John's a classic example of struggling to sort of land on a bag that works for him, you know? Yeah. Um, I think I gave him one of the old uh it was not an old uh, camelback that I had. And I yeah, think right. that's been all right for him, but up until now he's used one of the bags he used on the first time he went to base camp was terrible. It was like all falling apart at the seams and everything.
0: <laughs> I know, yeah. It's kind of um yeah, hey everyone for just join us. Lee, Sheila, Pablo, Asher. Yeah, great to see you guys on here and live. Um always nice. Um, any questions, guys? Our social Socio Yeti Lauren's on the um on the comments and things, so
1: yeah.
0: definitely uh, post your questions if you want us to take on. Um, you know, if you if you watched the lives before, um, you know we talk a little bit about the the subject. Like obviously, we will talk about bags first. Yeah, we'll, we'll answer the questions as we go, but yeah, bags bags are super important. I mean, you're right. You, you mentioned about John there and taking sort of like a beaten up bag the first time he went. Yeah, I think the first time I went to base camp, mine was a um, you know it was only like twenty liter birdhouse bag, and it didn't really have any support. It was, um, you know, it was really, uh, you know, basic, um, and it, it goes to show. I mean, you know, if you're into your, if you're into your trekking, and you you're into your gear, and you get excited by that, if going to go outdoors is like walking into a sweet shop. Then you'll probably have a decent bag, yeah, decent back support. But it 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 goes to show that you don't necessarily need to spend a lot of money on a bag. Um, you know, you could buy one for twenty pounds, and it could do the job. Um, you know, we'll talk about some here that will go into, you know, 90, 100, 110. You know, they do get quite pricey as you go up in size, you go up in quality, but you don't have to buy these bags. They're just ones we like to talk about. And yeah. um, it, it's, it's all about finding one that's comfortable. That's got enough space for the things you need. Um, and, you know, we do a, a big, a big thing that crops up is that people think you need to carry loads of things, but at altitude, you want to make life as easier as you, as you can for yourself. Yeah. Um, which is why we always have local support. You know, to carry carry your bags. Um, but basically when it comes to your day
1: pack, you don't really need it that heavy, do you David? So you keep no. it relatively, you know, no. Relatively- no. yeah. I try and um stick to around twenty-five litres, to be honest with you. Now yeah. a lot of people go 30 litres or 35. I know you're a fan of like a 35, 45, even. Yeah. But Bigger. if you're a little bit like me, now if I've got 40 litres. I'll put 40 liters of stuff in it, you know, it's yeah. just natural, you know, it's like I used to have a car and yeah. I fill it and it was fine. And now I've got a van, more stuff's being put in it, you know, so, <laughs> you, know? Into your space. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm quite conscious. I don't want to carry too much weight all day. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, if, if I could get away with carrying a bag, I would, I like the freedom of it, but yeah, you've got to carry a bag. So I tend to stick to around 25, 30 liters maximum. Yeah. Um, and I've done base cam multiple times. I've done Kilimanjaro and I've never needed more space, you know? So you just need to, it's difficult because it comes with experience, but knowing what to put in that day pack is a little bit tricky. But what I tell people is it's tricky because people overthink it. You know, they, they, they think about the Himalaya and what they might need. And then they second guess what they're going to experience. But if you've been trekking in the UK, you know what to bring in a day pack. You know, yeah. you're going to need snacks. You're going to need a windbreaker. You might even need a waterproof or something like that. And that's and your water. And that's pretty much it day to day.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Bang on, bang on, isn't it? It's, you don't really need too much. I mean, you know, on, on, on any track, I mean, it depends where you go. You know, if you go to Everest or Kilimanjaro, even if it's Machu Picchu, you know, there's going to be a few staple things that you need. You, you know, you've got your water, you've got your snacks, you've maybe got like a little poncho that you can throw on if needed. But you don't need to fill your bag with everything. You want to put that, um, you know, uh, you want to put that in, in your duffel bag or, or your backpack. Yeah. Uh, Jen was saying, if women spoke about handbags in this way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very good. Very good, Jen. Um, well, I'm sure they do. Right. I don't know. Uh, I've, I've never really um, talked about bags in the way other than what we do here. But yeah, very good point. Um, before we do go into it, though, I mean, there's a, there's a little bit of an announcement today on this live. Um, Basically, it's around, uh, you know, if we've been a part of the community, um, we like to run, um, you know, some some sort of free trips. We've been doing it over the last couple of years. And we've, um, you know, some of the people that have come with us, um, you know, people like Kate, Barry, um, who we've had the pleasure of, um, uh, sorry, Darren, not Barry, Barry was his friend, um, who've come with us, who've won some of our free trips. Well, we've got another little competition coming up. So we'll chat about it towards the end. Um, but I just want to drop that in there um that we're going to be uh, sort of announcing uh, another competition today so do stick around um yeah david stevens um yeah thanks for joining us david um just want to answer your question first because you know it's great that uh, that's the first question I guess asked shows obviously our community that cares about our guys um yeah i'm not going to lie it's it's, it's a challenge for them at the moment because you know um i'm sorry I, I will bring this on so it's not blind um so David asked about how the Sherpas are holding up. Yeah, the Sherpas are the guides, the staff. Um, yeah, it is tough at the moment because of the you know the situation, like obviously that the season was was uh, 90% no-go. We were lucky to get two groups out, um, yeah. well, two half groups out really, um, you know, in March. And we actually had one in February, which was a private group um, who went out early. Lucky enough, some guys from South Wales. But yeah, the the guides have had a tough time, but um, you know they're looking forward to the autumn because autumn season. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this, but we're in June already. Feels like it was yesterday that we were. It was you know we just come back from Killy the end of Feb. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. now we're halfway through the year. Um, but the, the the guides are doing well. I mean, they're battling on. We we were lucky that um, midway through March, going into April, we did set up a little um, GoFundMe page. Yeah. Um, We sent the, uh, you know, we raised, I think it was about $4,500 in the end um, in total. That was from the Evertrek community, some donations, some private donations as well. Um, You know, so we were able to send some money out to Nepal uh, because Nepal is where we've been over the last couple of years. We've obviously released a lot of new trips over the last like six months. But Nepal, um, you know, is where our heart is. You know, that's that's what we're known for. Um, you know, get taking people to Everest Base Camp, you know, and, and the peaks around there. Yeah. And yeah, so we we sent the money over, and it's being divvied up basically amongst the guides. Um, we're still waiting for confirmation from from our, our ops manager over there, um, Anush, um, into the um, exactly how, but mainly it's gone to all the guy, all the Ever guides, yeah, um, and the staff. You know, you're talking people that pick you up from the airport, the people that do the briefings, you know, that your guides, um, you know, who take you. Uh, your assistant guides uh, even some of the the more experienced porters so we wanted to help as many people as we can although it's actually quite challenging because a lot of our um, staff actually live in the mountains so they disappear and you know especially during the off season and you know it's it's difficult to track them whereas the, the guides that live in Kathmandu who have got homes to pay for who have got you know Kathmandu is obviously expensive to live so we've tried to you know spread that money around as, as evenly as fairly as possible. But uh, we, we've tried to help them as much as we can. So yeah, no, I I really appreciate that question, David. And um, you know, they're strong individuals and I know they've been through well they would say worse things in the past. Um, you know, and, and they've come through it fine. Um it's all about now the autumn for us and and and, and taking it on with a vengeance, you know, fingers crossed. Yeah. Get out there. All's going well at the moment. Um but yeah, thanks for thanks for answering that question. Sorry, ask him that question, Dave. <laughs> uh, right, let's crack over with bags then. Sorry,
1: I have nice. My duffel bag. Nice. <laughs> yeah, when he, when, he, when he showed me that bag, I was like, yeah, great. What are you going to do? Carry your laundry in it? <laughs> um, yeah. Luckily, we um, that one thing we do say about duffel bags is um, on our Nepalese trips, yeah. um, we are able to give everyone the books onto those. A um, free Evertrek duffel bag. It's right? an 80-litre, water-resistant, durable fabric duffel bag um that's yours to put all your stuff in it's the bag your porter carries and at the end of the trip you mean this one dave that's the one yeah that's the one mate that's oh, the oh, one oh. um using this bag yeah and uh yeah it's yours to take home with you afterwards as well which is um which yeah. is great one thing i did remember as well uh, um i know up until the end of today Cotswold doors have like up to a 50 percent sale on um right. on a lot of different items and i know they got bags and duffel bags <laughs> and all sorts of stuff in there so yeah um, if any of you are, you know, ready to go or ready to upgrade, and you know this helps you, then yeah, get over there and um, do some shopping. Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose just to kick things off. So yes, the first bag that I so I got three here. This is the one I just used in February to go go up Kilimanjaro with. Yeah. So, this is the um, the Osprey Stratos twenty six liter. Okay. Um, really good bag as you can see, it's got like the air. Air zone in the back, it's really supportive. Yeah, um, I put a two liter water bladder in there, um, and it's got like gear loops for your poles and stuff like that. Yeah, um, perfect, I think you know, absolutely yeah. perfect. Uh, like I said, it is a 26 liter, so it's not the biggest bag in the world. Um, you're not going to be able to fit a lot of stuff in there, but you know, I carried like a down jacket, yeah, waterproof, all the water I needed, all the snacks. Um, it all fitted in there, you know, and it's got nice little, like, you know, pockets and everywhere all around light it. What's so. that? The
0: weight of it is quite light, right?
1: Yeah, this is a real light bag. Yeah, this weighs,
0: yeah.
1: you know, next to nothing. At the moment, it has got a little bit of a... It's got some water left in there, so I've got to clean uh, it. <laughs> that might even be Kilimanjaro water, so um, <laughs> yeah, probably not going to um, try it. But, yeah, no, this, the, honestly, this is a great bag. Um, yeah. I actually used... So I think it was one of our evertrackers. Tom had that bag, yeah. Um, And then when I met him, I was using like a forty liter one, um, just because it was the only one I had. But again, I found like I overfilled it. Yeah. Um, But again, you know, I would say Osprey is probably the most well-known make um, that you'll see. Yeah. Um, And you've got so that's the Talon. What thirty-three, thirty?
0: No, no. This is because it's mad, right? You. I just saw your bag there, and I know obviously I've seen that up close. And this is actually the 44, It's the Talon 44. You think it'd be a lot bigger, but the Osprey—they're all quite compact. So this—I'll bring this the camera actually, so you can see it. So this is yeah. the Talon 44. I know it—it it looks bigger, but really, when you put it on, it's, it's very similar weight to yours, Dave. Yeah. Um, I do tend to carry a bit more. I just—just just some basic things, but in terms of weight, um, you know, I, I do tend to carry a bit more, don't I, Dave? Like yeah, they, I do I,
1: carry yeah. a kit. Well, John uh, mentioned that one time you carried a laptop.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what that was. Well, yeah, that was bad. So <laughs> that was um, yeah, because I was doing some travel writing at the time, and I had to carry it was like a two and a half kg laptop, and I actually carried it all the way to base camp. Although, um, unfortunately, some of the screen got a bit.
1: Yeah, damaged, but um, was um, it? Helen Barker said, "Did the water freeze in the bladder?" Um, I've had that twice. Yeah. So um, when I went when a summit day on Kili, it froze solid. <laughs> so like <a> <laughs> yeah. bottle turned into a block of ice, all the water froze. It was just totally frozen. But luckily, our guides bring a flask of hot water, um, yeah. and an insulated bottle. Um, you can get like insulated tubes, but even one of the girls that had an insulated tube, um, it still froze because it was so cold. And I had it once on my way to base camp um one time in when we left low Le boucher um for the first hour of the day trekking when it was really yeah. cold everything was frozen in there so um yeah that made a bit of a difference um with the yeah, bag so, at the moment yeah one thing yeah. i should say actually just could jump back to the ospreys yeah, so yeah if yeah. you buy, if you tend to buy the smaller bags like this um they tend to not be as adjustable so this back panel quite yeah. often on the larger bags you can move up and move um, down yeah, i think
0: i think, I think you can on this one. Yeah, because they do. Yeah, you can look. So, not that I haven't, not that I have on this one, but you yeah. can actually adjust. Yeah, you can actually adjust bits around here that will.
1: Yeah. Well, this one, you could adjust these bits here to yeah. pull this like up or down. Yeah. But the back panel stays pretty much where it is. Yeah. It, now, some people obviously will put it on and they'll want like infinite adjustability. I yeah. actually. Don't, because I tend to fuss with it too much and I can never get it right. You put this on, it is what it is, and you're just used to it. So one thing I can show you is, so this is the other one, see? So this is the other bag that I've used. Yeah, nice. Low Alpine. This is actually um, designed for more climbing. So that that there is for like crampons or a helmet or something like that. I right. actually prefer the ones for trekking that have like the full pocket in, you know, just stow stuff. But if you look at the back of this one, as you can see there, that there is an adjuster, so right. this moves up and down. I love low alpine bags, though. I love them so much. I recently just bought. <laughs> you got another one. I got, got another one. one yeah, um,
0: i very old, battered low alpine. This is I have. This has done base camp quite a few times. It's uh, but it's done a lot of UK stuff, as you can see. That's the,
1: that's the good one. That's the other one that I have, which I don't have with me. The Trek is own Trek, isn't it?
0: That's it, the air zone, yes. Very good, adjustable, as you said, Dave, on the back here. Yeah. You can move it up and down. But I think the big one for this, Yeah, this is actually quite big, but I, I carried a tent with me in this one um, when I was doing some camping in the UK. So yeah. So, you, you know, it gets to a certain size. You know, you're talking 45 to 55 meter there. Yeah. When you're thinking Everest Base Camp and, and Kilimanjaro Machu Picchu, that's probably a bit overkill, really. Yeah. I had yeah. to use that on Base Camp. And it was, I only took it because, you know, because I got the bag. But from our recommendations, I think you're right, Dave. Anything like
1: 25 to 35 is kind of the the hot mode, isn't it? That's what you aim for. Well, look at it. Anthony Davis just asked, uh, what size would you recommend for a day bag? 50 or 80 liters. 50 liters is even really too excessive. You want to think 25 to 35 would be your ideal. Like I said, this is then my new go to pack that I use. Um it's the low alpine. This is a 30-liter air zone. Nice. And um, was it the Z30 or something like Z Yeah. Um, and like you said, it's designed for pack. So you got this stove there yeah. on the back. As you can see, it's not adjustable, it doesn't have the adjuster by in the middle, but you know, you can adjust these up and down. Um, what I love about these, yeah. something simple, yeah. is the polar attachments. Yeah. So down here, as you can see. That's where the spiky bit of your pole yeah,
0: goes. Yeah, nice. I, see, I love that.
1: Yeah, and it just goes, and then they just go up the side, so you can just stow them in so they're nice and secure. It's yeah. a really good pack. And um, I did notice someone else there said, would would you want it to be um, sort of water bladder compatible? Yes,
0: um, it was, uh, yeah. it, it Trevor, a- Sorry, Trev, here we go.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, we use, um, there's loads of different types of, like, water bladder that you can put in your bag, to be honest. Um, I have used the Osprey Hydraulics, um, either a 1.5 or a 2.5 or even a 2. I used to carry a 3 litre, but it's a bit excessive these days. Our guides, you know, we offer refills, you know, during the day and on the trips yeah. and stuff. So there's no need to carry the weight. Um, so about 2 litres would be perfect. And, um, yeah, definitely you need one because it's just so much more difficult. And cumbersome to carry bottles of water with you it's all in your pack it is, isn't it? yeah the weight is distributed di- uh, distributed nice and evenly across your yeah. back so you're not weighed down on one side um and yeah it's just handy to drink on the go so yeah it's great
0: especially when you, you know, you're trying to get your your, your four liters a day or three four liters a day or more you know if you're on uh, say dimox um yeah. and all you've got is a bottle and you've got to keep stopping and getting it out it's easy just to drink and we we kind of got it um, got it down now. We call it, wasn't it? Looky, looky, sippy, sippy. Yeah. And whenever you stop and you're looking, take a sip of your water and you get into the rhythm then of doing that every time you stop. And yeah. You get your water intake.
1: Essentially, you're like a basking shark, you know, moving slowly, <laughs> just inhaling water. Um, Helen uh, Barker said, would yeah. you use um, waist straps? Most bags now, almost yeah. all trekking bags, I think, they do. come with um, waist straps yeah. with like lumbar support right here. So this one has them, this one has them, and the bigger one. They're really important because, again, they they help distribute the weight across your back. If you don't have that or the chest strap, it's just all on the shoulders, you know, and you'll get aches and pains. If it's on the shoulders, it's distributed between the shoulders, across the chest, and on the waist. Um, So, yeah, when you're trekking and hiking, it gives you freedom of movement, and you're not going to end up with any, like, sore back or anything like that.
0: Yeah, good question. Some good questions coming through here, guys. And uh, hey, if you've all joined, John, Andrew, Bruce, even Spud's on here. Um, Sir Edmund Spuddery. Sir Edmund Spuddery's on here. But um, yeah, Paul asked a good um, good question. Hey, Paul, thanks for joining us again, mate. I know you've you've been um, been great over the last few weeks. Um, Daypack as hand luggage on the flights. Yeah, you know what? Like, um, there's no point taking another bag that you can use. I mean, when I do go on, like, European flights, I kind of use this one. I wouldn't, it's not when i trek with, but I love Osprey, by the way. Um, this is like, a, I think it's like 44 litre, I think it's called the Far Point. I use that for my sort of hand luggage. Um, and, it, you know, it, it can really sort of squeeze down. But when I do go on a trek like Killy or Everest, um, you know, you go in, let's say via Doha or, you know, you go in via Mumbai or whatever, um, they're, they're, they're small enough that you can actually use it as your hand luggage. You know, be careful what you carry in there. You know, you don't want to be carrying obviously your water in there and things like that, but you're allowed to have your bladder as long as there's no water in there. Um, you know, and I, I usually chuck my laptop in, which is probably why I do have a little bit bigger just because I know that, um, you know, I do, like, I always take a laptop with me, um, you know, just keep in touch and, and keep on. Yeah. Top of things. But generally, um, you know, if you've got a, a 25 to 35 liter bag, then, you know, it's you know, all, you know, most flight companies won't have an issue with that. Yeah. You know, this, it's not like, you know, 15 kgs,
1: yeah. And, um, you, 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 you'll get away with it. Exactly, yeah. So I've taken – every time I go on a trip, my yeah. day pack that I use on the hike is always my – basically. Yeah. The only thing I do because they can be a little bit funny about it is I'll take the water bladder out and the tube and everything, um, yeah. and I'll just stow that away, only because I've had them um, stop me before and make me unpack it all and drain tiny, of yeah. water out of it, you know? So, um, Yeah. So um, sorry, I got distracted by another question there. What uh, Paul uh, Oplier, Oplier Oplier Paul uh, has said, uh, "What sort of weight are we carrying on the trek? So yeah. um, not not too much. The idea is you don't want to overexert yourself, which yeah. is why we say a fifty liter of you know is too excessive. So I mean, you can break it down. So a, a liter of water weighs a kilo. So you'll carry probably a maximum of three litres at any one time. So let's call that three kilos. Yeah. Um, and then maybe another two, two and a half to three with snacks and stuff like that. But the so you, the heaviest your bag will ever be is when you set off in the morning. Um, one good habit to get to drink your water is you fill three litres in your bag. That's heavy. You want rid of the weight? There's only one way to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> drink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Drink of water. Good motivation to have a light pack. Exactly, yeah. So my my pack usually alternates between next to nothing, like three kilos up to about seven. Um, but seven's probably the maximum. I remember Kate Ramsey who won our one of the competitions to base camp and she was yeah. we were walking up to Dingboche and she's going so slowly and I'm looking at her bag and I can see that it's like this wide, you know, and it's huge. Embassy and to like how heavy is your bag? Kate and I just lifted up by the bottom and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> it was like, too heavy, wasn't
0: it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it
1: was crazy. She had yeah. like we knew Kenton Cool was in the area, so she had like a book of his in there that just there him. Oh, she went into it. Another <laughs> yeah. book she was reading, and yeah, leave the books in your in your duffel bag and um, you know, <laughs> you you catch life. up with them at the end. Make it yeah. easy for yourselves, but yeah, good, great, uh, great
0: question, Phil, and you know, like um while we're talking of specific treks and you go into the Everest region and you fly into Lukla, um, you know, they do sometimes weigh your bags. Um, so what we always, the way to get around that is is a little bit of a cheat really, is that just put your heavier stuff in your pockets <laughs> yeah. um, or carry, you know, carry it on, um, you know, just in your hands. They don't weigh that. I know it seems completely ridiculous, but they, they do weigh, you know, your duffel bag and then your, your day pack. Um, so at that point, especially because we get nearly... 99% of our flights, unless there's any issues in the morning, really early. You can refill your water when you get to, you know, before you, when you have some breakfast in Lukla, before we set up on the trek. Yeah. filling so will fill in, and put in three litres in the hotel, then getting that weighed, because you can do that when you arrive in Lukla. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Specifically for that part, you know, uh, on our trips.
1: Yeah. So that follows on nicely from um, Asher, Okay. Yeah. Do an EBC Is there a recommendation on how much weight to put in the duffel bag? Yeah. Well, we don't really have a recommendation, but we have a limit. So your day pack and your duffel bag, both combined, can be no heavier than 15 kilos. Yeah. Um, and that's unavoidable, really, yeah. because you get weighed before you catch the look of the flight. Um, but your bags get weighed, you don't. So if you have anything like power banks and stuff like that, or heavy cameras, Yeah. Them on you you know so like you know i'll probably weigh about five kilos heavier than i normally do when i catch the flight um purely because i'll put like the power banks in there and cameras and stuff like that and then my bags and everything will be weighed and they'll always come in under 15 kilos um but also there's a carry limit for the porters as well um of 15 kilos per bag um now just for the interest of their health and their longevity and stuff like that we do say you know if you are going to cheat, don't cheat too much because remember that your porter can only carry 15 kilos. Yeah, um, exactly. But I know some people do sometimes struggle to get it to 15 kilos, but I think that's overpacking, you know, you're taking too much. <laughs> five fleeces and stuff like that. You honestly don't need it. You, you know, you're only in the mountains for 11 days. There's no point thinking, like, I'm going to bring three fleeces because that way I've got two clean ones because you're going to be putting them on an unclean body. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It becomes your suit after a while, doesn't it? Exactly. Um, yeah, some really good questions coming through now, guys. I know Helen. Um, yeah, here we go. Let's have a little look. Let's bring Helen's question in here. She's asked about um a little bum bag for easy access for snacks. Yeah, it, it's quite funny you say that, wasn't it? Was it um rosh on Killy Dave who, who carried, I won't necessarily a, a little bum bag, but it was, was, was it? Uh, groups of bags of sweets, didn't she? Like for yeah. Each day.
1: Very organized. Yeah, she's the most organized person I've ever met. Lovely person, Rosh, but um, she's so fun. But uh, she's like, she'll tell you she's not accident prone, but she's the most accident prone person I've ever met. Yeah. Anyway. They, I it's a bit I di- <laughs> She did. Um, but yeah, I digress. Uh, no, I I actually used one on my first trip to base camp. I bought a low Alpine one. Okay. Um, so I could stow my GoPro in there mainly. Uh, but to be honest, it just started to annoy me. I just didn't use it um yeah. but you know
0: I feel it, like to get in the way a bit I, you know personally
1: yeah i just i had it and i just felt like i was too cumbersome yeah um and it's no problem at all just to put your gopro in like the stuffed part of your butt of your rucksack and just say to someone oh can you grab my camera <laughs> you know yeah
0: um, but that's if you stop as well dave isn't it you know it, like if you have to stop to do it it slows you down as well yeah um like it's great to have easy access but you know there's no rush on these trips um the no, yeah. the better so hell yeah just even if you put it in the side pocket, like, like Dave said, yeah. then just get someone else to grab it for you. Yeah,
1: but also most bags, like this oh. one, as you can see, has a zip. Yeah, nice. It it's on your hip, and yeah. you'll easily stick a pack of Haribo in there or something. But um, if you are going to do one, and some people do, it might work for you, um, try the Low Alpine um, bum bags. They do them. They're really good.
0: Yeah, definitely. Got some really good questions here. and uh, Great to see so many people on as well um so yeah loving the questions coming through guys uh right, as we go down anthony again has asked how heavy the duffel bags are they're very um technical weight without anything i mean they're this has actually got some in you know it's barely it's, it's not even like a kilo they're, they're, they're super white yeah super white super they're long super uh, light. yeah so they're very they're very light very light um i'd love to get an actual physical weight for it but you know, once you do put everything that you need, you know, you you should be able to get under the 15 kgs. Um, obviously, take what you need. I mean, I've taken a big bag before, you know, bigger than that. It's like 120 liters of mine was about 22 kgs. Yeah, quite a lot of equipment. They do sometimes charge you. It, it, it depends, and this is what this is what happens with Nepal. Um, unfortunately, is the fact is that sometimes you can get away with it, and sometimes you won't um i've got away with it before i know other people have Having heavier packs you might pay it's round about a pound a kilo which is nothing really you know if you're taking excess baggage on a flight but sometimes your bag won't be allowed on the plane which then causes all the different types of issues then in terms of bag catching up with you especially if there's delays we've known people go two or three days without their equipment yeah well you know it's, it's good to get it under the weight just to so it stops that from happening
1: Exactly. Yeah, They'll just offload it. It happened to one of our customers a while back yeah. um, on the return flight. Um, and yeah, basically you arrive and you can't find your bag and then a f- couple of phone calls are made and you realize it was offloaded. Um, one thing that I think um, Julie's kind of asked and um, Graham. Yeah. It's also asked No, a different question, but I'll come back to that one. Graham? Bit, um, yeah. And um, Vasilios. I think his name is anyway. Yeah. So basically, so well, Graham's one. Um, what did he ask? Waterproof liner required. Yes. Hundred um, percent. You'll get all four seasons on a on an EBC track and on a Killy track. Basically, just consider it like UK hiking. You'll get wet, dry, hot, and cold, and snow and not snow at yeah. all. Yeah. You yeah. know. So yeah, you definitely need a liner. If your bag doesn't come with one, you can usually buy them um, quite cheaply. Yeah. You don't need to get anything special, just as long as it's covered um yeah you'll definitely need that and also you will need a um a rain cover around yourself <laughs> so like yeah, a poncho or something yeah
0: um, i got to see this uh, brian's on here hey brian i hope you're okay mate. uh brian reached uh everest base camp in um march um and he's, he's he has a good point like when, you, when you're thinking about what you pack in these bags especially in um while we're, while we're talking about nepal um, yeah, you, know, you can leave um, a rucksack uh, or a bag, suitcase, whatever, at the hotel. It's the same on all of our trips. Um, while you're going out in the mountains, like uh, in in Moshi, at the base of Kilimanjaro, you can leave your bag there. Nice, clean set of clothes. So when you come down off the mountain, or you come down off, you know, Everest base camp, yeah, some clean clothes to put on because um, no doubt you'll need it.
1: Yeah, it follows on from Julie's question: Is the duffel bag for main luggage instead of a suitcase? Yeah. So this is a little bit different depending on where you're going. So if you go into to Nepal, um, you can bring a suitcase and just like like you normally would on any other sort of abroad flight. Um, and then when you arrive in Nepal, we'll give you your Evertrek duffel bag. Yeah. You transfer all the main bulk of your equipment into the duffel bag and that's the bag your port will carry. And you carry your day pack with just your day-to-day essentials in it. Um, if you're going to um, Kilimanjaro, Machu Picchu, Morocco, um, it can be advisable to get your own duffel bag um, because we haven't got the facility as of yet to provide those in-country yeah. for you. Um, they will happen, um, but just not not as of yet. So what will happen there is you either, A, bring your own duffel bag with everything in it. When you get to the hotel, um, you can take stuff out and that can be safely stored in the hotel, and um, we can find like a bag or something for you to put it in, or you can still use a suitcase. And they'll you can rent a duffel bag when you get there for like a dollar a day or something like that.
0: Yeah, super cheap, isn't it? Yeah, super uh, cheap. It's yeah. It, it just I mean, especially on some of these trips, you know, it's quite dirty, dusty. You know, if if you if you if you're a bit um, you know if you want to keep your bag in good condition, then then just use ours.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: You know, because they will get battered and thrown about a bit. You know, because of the types of areas you're going at, they will get dirty and, you know, uh, especially, you know, abrasion on the floor. Um, you know, they, when they get put down naturally, you're going to be put on on you know dusty and rocky ground. So we just just use our bags or, or the higher bags if you're in, um, um, yeah. you know, Tanzania uh, or South America. But, yeah, some great stuff. i got to be honest. I love this. I know earlier on we were talking about um, Kate. <laughs> so we obviously dropped in Kent and Cool there. And sometimes you'll yeah. have the lippy and mascara. Dave, I know you, you regularly carry your lippy with you, don't you?
1: That's yeah, always. Yeah, always, always. The longer my hair gets, the more and more likely I'm thinking of switching careers. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um, um, but yeah, so um, well, I mean, um, so Doug, and we call him Spud. He's, he's a good friend of ours. Um, he, he reached Kilimanjaro with us uh, back in uh, the end of Feb, and has done Everest Base Camp before. And he loves the the mountains, so he's always a guy to listen to. Uh, if you're talking about what to take on these trips, and you know, like we said, there he's got an osprey talon, which is similar to what Dave's got, um, and he's also got the slightly larger um, version as well. So I think if you like, he's obviously taken them on Kili or Everest. So whilst you're on the subject of bags, you won't go far wrong if you if you stick to those exact yeah,
1: exactly. bags. They're, they're, they're by far the most popular bag you'll see um, yeah. on the hill. Uh, Shane Ryan, is it worth bringing a Camelback? Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. I, I don't go trekking without it, even in the UK. So, um, yeah, I either use a, the Camelback brand or um, other brands do it as well. Like I use an Osprey hydraulics, one that fits really good into the Osprey bag. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, 100%. That's the best way to drink water on any trail. The one thing I do say is that because of the amount that we have to drink when we're trekking at altitude, um, you know, like a minimum – three to four liters a day you know depending on how much you sweat i'll aim for five because i sweat loads um it really does help to get like some of those like robinson squirty bottles of squash you know and like put a few blasts in um and then at the end of the trek i'll have um some electrolyte tablets just to um flavor the water but also replace the lost salt that i've lost throughout the day's trekking yeah um yeah big important i mean any any sort of hack that you can get to keep yourself hydrated is always going to be useful
0: Nice. No, some good, um, some really good questions here, guys. I know we, we had a few at the beginning. Um, let's have a little look. Uh, I think it was. Yeah. I mean, w- w- whilst we're on the subject of it, I know that um, in terms of favorite bags, also as well, good bags for a, a bad back. Um, we did have one of our guys, James, who came with us to Killy. And we've seen this a couple of times. Um, Osprey make these ones. They're like they're called anti-gravity. So if you are someone that suffers with like a bad lower back or maybe even issues with your knees, get in a decent bag that almost like wraps around you and, and literally feels like you're not um you haven't got a bag on and yeah. also i do make these ones and they're called anti-gravity mesh on the back so it literally just rides off your hips um it's very handy i know james who had um like he's got issues with his body and you might be saying you know he's, he's at a slightly mature level um you know <laughs> with you Know of his age, so he wanted one that was like really comfortable. He did go into a shop, um, I believe we might have been on the way up to Scotland because we did, um, uh, back in the winter, uh, because we managed to go and do the Lara Grew, which I'm really missing right now. Um, but he did have a bag and he tried it on, and it was, um, yeah. So if you do have issues with your back, have a look at the anti gravity, um, sort of bags out there. Osprey make them. Uh, if you just Google it, you'll come up with a few different versions yeah um some great questions isn't it i know it's always um whenever we have a subject we're talking about there's always other different things that come in aren't there dave yeah um, but this is actually really good because you've all stuck to just bags today
1: <laughs> yeah it, it is it is, rem- it is remarkable i know it's great isn't it? It's great. do you have a favorite bag um that's come in from lauren on the phones
0: <laughs> <laughs> lauren uh, on the phones dave favorite, favorite bag, bag.
1: It's hard to say because I've got – to be honest, probably – there are there are aspects that I like about each of these bags. Yeah. Um, Probably the Osprey is the best all-rounder um in terms of everything that it does. Um, But I do like this low Alpine zone Z-Duo 30 litre at the moment. I really like that.
0: You're going to wear that for your next trip?
1: Yeah, yeah, wearing that, yeah. So that'll be yeah. Tupkal in November.
0: Tupcal November and Base Camp in April.
1: Yeah, so this'll be Tupcal in November will be this one. Yeah. The 30 litre uh, Z duo. Uh depending on how I get on with that, I might go back to Base Camp and bring this. Um this is this is uh yeah, my killy bag, so I know that one's good. But
0: um yeah, yeah, you said favorite there, and you're right actually, because out of all the makes, low alpine and um an Osprey are the two. They're the biggies, aren't they? I know you've got ones like Deuter. Uh, Deuter, I think is how you say
1: it. Yeah, I've but, got yeah. D, uh, Deuter, yeah. They're, they're good. Done, yeah. They're really good.
0: Really good. I'm still torn. I'm still torn. You know, I mean, look, what whichever one you take, here will work ultimately um, because you'll be enjoying yourself so much as long as it doesn't really hurt your back. If you had a low alpine or an osprey, and you know, as long as you don't pack it too heavy, you're going to be fine. But for me, I've done. I've used this on Killy. Um, it was fine, I, I enjoyed it but I'm still going for, I'm going to go for my Low Alpine Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go for this one because it's absolutely battered and uh, it's been uh, probably, I think it's done base cap like four times now um, but this has been and this is the slightly larger version, this is actually 45 to 55, i will probably get into the shot it is, um, as you can that's see it's nice. a lot of experience there that's probably, that's a bit of Breck and Beacons there that is <laughs> um, you know and, and Low Alpine for me I think because that one is a bit more of an all-rounder. Now, if you're on some of our trips and you're thinking of climbing Island Peak, maybe uh, we are due to be launching very soon. And I can't wait to launch it, Dave. It's taking a while, but Kagua um, or if you're, you're taking on something in winter, the reason yeah. I like that bigger bag is that you can carry your ice axe and your crampons in there. Yeah. Um, and the loops actually are specifically made for it. So that's why that's my bag is because – I do love the winter conditions. And, um, you know, for me, if I'm taking on Island Peak, Mara Peak, um, you know, if you're going uh, even Mount Tupacal during winter and you might have to put some crampons on, then that's why I prefer the bigger bag. Just it gives me yeah. a bit more flexibility. If that's just a personal decision. If you're doing Kili, if you're doing Base Camp, um, if you're doing maybe some of the high passes or Gokyo Valley, then I think a 25 to 35 litre is is all you're going to need.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, John has come in and said that um, free bags are his favourite type. Um, <laughs> found a who has a bag they don't want. Um,
0: I, I, yeah. Is that why um, you guys are best friends, then?
1: Yeah, well, he said he, he said his two burgcases were acquired that way, but uh, I think he's forgetting about it. the Camelback branded rucksack that I gave him that he used in base camp.
0: <laughs> um,
1: yeah, and also <laughs> John had this weird bag. Like, I think I was having a meal. My dad had it like in the garage, and the only thing I remember about it I don't remember the make or anything, but I remember the the logo was like bullhorns or something like that. Right. And it was like threadbare, it was like it was the worst bag ever. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, did all right. That oh, and the, and the Aldi one, um, yeah, I, I bought a bag from Aldi, like a red cycling bag. Okay, and it was, it was like eight quid, maybe 12 quid. And I think John's been using that for years. The red algae, the That's, red uh, algae bag is like
0: famous. <laughs> you guys got too many bags, man. But uh, John, John has actually a really good point here. And I know we've been talking about bags, but it sort of drips different, in morning, but perfect. I mean, you know, if you're going on a, a high altitude trek, and you know, at the moment, you know, I know the gyms are closed, but you know, I know in England that you can get out and about now, in Wales, there's still a bit more restrictions, as well as Scotland. But um, yeah, if you can get out, pack on your back and make it heavier, almost twice as heavy, we usually say, to how you would use it on a trek. So you, you mentioned there, John, really good point. Um, add another 10 kgs. Yeah, awesome. Why not? Uh, you know, put some yeah. strength on those legs, and it'll pay dividends when you're out on a trip. Um, I think that's a great point. <laughs> What's John going on about now?
1: <laughs> uh, well, basically, remember I said about the, the – the, sorry, different John. Not you, John Newman. This is uh, oh my God, yes. the, the great bald Yeti. No, he's on about, um, remember I said that it was the, a green cow head was the logo. Right. If okay. anyone knows the brand of rucksack that would have a green cow head, let me know, because I've been dying to know for years. Uh, but also, it's also in, he's referring to the, the red Aldi bag.
0: <laughs> Very good challenge. Right. Well, look, um, I mean, we're coming towards the end of the live. I know we mentioned. Um, I
1: think you've got yeah. something, to, uh, something to talk about, haven't you, Rand?
0: We have got something to talk about, yes. But, I mean, thanks for all your questions anyway, first of all um some great questions around bags there if we haven't answered your questions um you know we will sort of scroll through and you know don't forget we are here um just pop us a little email info at evertrek.co.uk but yes so we thought we'd uh we do it today uh, even though it's kind of at the end of the month but basically um if you followed us for a while now you would know that we do some competitions and uh, we've done five i believe to ever a space camp Uh, We've also done some with, um, you know, some day trips here and there like Machu Picchu, but this one we thought it would be a little bit different. So uh, from today, um, after the live now, we'll be posting some some things that we are actually doing two free places to Kilimanjaro. Um, Obviously not right now because, you know, we we, we can't travel at the moment, but we are actually two places on a Kilimanjaro trip for 2021 or 2022. So if you are interested in that, get yourself in. Um, if you've seen what we do with competitions, we like to make a bit of a hoo-ha around it. So we'll be doing a little live on the uh, the end of the month on the 30th of June, which I believe is 28 days later. So it's nothing to do with zombies, but um, it basically get yourself in. It's it's a fantastic trip. Yeah. We were lucky to to go on it in in February, and you know we've got a great team out in Tanzania. We've been doing it for, for a very long time. I think 33, 34 years. The guides we use, um, one of our, our guides um, we you know, we talk about here is called Yesi. He's done Kilimanjaro summit over 400 times, so you know going with someone like that, it's clear they know exactly how to take care of you, how to guide you, and how to have an awesome time. So yeah, if you do win, uh, I say we select one winner, and then that person then can choose a friend, um, and then we'll be running that all throughout the um, the entirety of June. So yeah, look out for a little bit more information around that um, and how to enter into that competition. Yeah, um, we'll be putting the live, uh, we'll be putting the actual link to register for that um, on the uh, on the Facebook page and in the group. But if you're listening, if you actually got your phone out now, and you just text Kili, so K I L I to six zero triple seven, you'll be able to register for free um, yeah. to the uh, the competition. There might be um, obviously because you're texting might be Sort of charges depending on who you're with, on contract or pay as you go,
1: but uh, it's free to enter. Yeah, you can you're guarantee that the charge will be less than the cost of a Killy trip, though, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee it will be cheaper than that. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go.
0: But get yourself involved. Yeah, the competitions are always great, and uh, you know, if if you are lucky to uh, to win, um you know, one of our, our competition prizes, then you know, we know we're going to have an awesome time. So um, awesome fantastic time. trip out there. Uh, Dave's already entering. Yeah. So do we... not allowed. <laughs> <It's all laughs> <fun. Okay. laughs> here we go social yeti she's put it in great stuff um yeah she's got it there so lauren has entered the yeah so Killy to six zero triple seven or you actually just follow the little link there we popped in the comments thanks lauren for chucking that up um and yeah any questions as i said we'll obviously jump back on um and, and and basically respond to your comments as we go but uh yeah cheers dave's been
1: yummy yeah, it's been good you know? um yeah shane Yes, we give you a free duffel bag in Kathmandu when you get to take it home with you. Oh, um, he? yes! <laughs> he just literally put it on then, and I thought, well, that's... <laughs>
0: oh, a so "That's not enough." He wants to enter already.
1: Yeah, hang on. Yeah. Let's go back to the beginning and bags. So, <laughs> 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 no, no, it's been great to um, great to catch up with uh, everybody. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll keep doing these, I think, because um, we enjoy them. You guys enjoy them. I get to talk about kit. You know, everyone else is fed up of hearing about it. You <laughs> know. Appreciative um, audience is always good.
0: Yeah, it's always fantastic. I mean we we initially started these QA sessions just during lockdown, but you know, we realized that um, you know, there's obviously a lot of engagement and we hope it's helpful. We've had some feedback that people have loved it. So we're gonna continue to do it even yeah. as we come out of lockdown and, and things get back to a little bit of normality. We're gonna yeah. do these every Tuesday. So yeah, catch up catch us next week. Um, we'll be discussing something different to bags uh, but I hope that's answered all your questions and yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: we'll catch up with you soon one thing we should say quickly before we go okay now on, on YouTube so Shane if you are if you are dipping in and out um, yeah. and any of you guys have missed anything or if uh, Welsh accents are difficult to understand <laughs> um, head over to YouTube where I believe they're subtitled and is that right are they subtitled they are, yeah Captured. yeah. so um, you know uh, you'll be able to hear that uh, really good anyway okay so, it says bye
0: for now
1: yeah there you no, go nice. all the best
0: see you next week bye awesome so I hope you enjoyed the uh, another episode of the Mountain Malarkey podcast um, yeah that was something a little bit different wasn't it from the Tuesday tune in but I hope yeah. you enjoyed it
1: I must say you were brilliant on that episode and
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: thanks mate thanks
0: now if, uh, if you've enjoyed it don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast um you know all these uh, podcasts we put together the episodes try to reach as many people as possible and if it's helped you leave us a lovely review um and yeah we'll see you again next week yeah
1: all the best guys bye <laughs>